Here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I hope your brand new day is off to a good start. How could it not be? Right? We're only minutes into the uh into the new day. So I was looking at some emails before coming on this morning, and one is from a Joe Shooter about 45 minutes ago, and I found it intriguing. And Joe said, greetings, Dominic. I really enjoyed listening to you on WABC from midnight to 1 a.m. Here's another example of why violence continues in two Many big cities keep up the outstanding work regards Joe in Pennsylvania. So I clicked on the link and it's a link to a story about a bar in Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. And the headline says Carson city uh, saloon owner says South Side violence, an absolute nightmare. So the co-owner of this bar says his decision to temporarily close the popular Pittsburgh bar has been mounting for two years. Quote, my staff is scared to death every time they come to work, he said Tuesday. So am I. My wife is terrified for me when I leave the house. Of course, there's been meetings with the politicians, but nothing has really developed. And so they have closed the operation. So, Joe, thank you for that email. And it's it's indicative. It really is indicative of what's going on. We are becoming immune to the violence. Dominic, you talk about it an awful lot. Yes, I do. Because we are becoming immune to the violence. It's not even like a little fly on your, the irritating feeling of a fly on your skin. We just, we just tolerate it now. I was going to say it's not like a bee sting, but a bee sting can hurt, right? So for people, including two young brothers shot in my home borough of the Bronx in a park, in a park. This was just hours ago, shortly before 6 p.m. The gunshots rang out inside St. James Park near Jerome's Avenue, Jerome Avenue and 193rd Street. That's not far from the Kingsbridge Armory, shortly before 6 p.m. A three-year-old boy. And his six-year-old brother, it bears repeating, a three-year-old boy and his six-year-old brother were both shot. Here's the good news for us. Uh, They were only shot in the leg. Hopefully it's not major injuries. Hopefully not. A 25-year-old man was struck once in the back while his cousin was shot multiple times through his body. What's the common denominator these days? These thugs riding these scooters, these mini bikes, whatever you want to call them. For the first time, for the first time, I was um, a little intimidated uh, coming to work. And normally I don't get intimidated. I'm the type of guy that enjoys driving through the worst neighborhoods that you can possibly imagine. Don't ask me why, but I do. So I'm on my way to work. It's about about uh, about 9 p.m. I'm coming down to Deegan, and then all of a sudden you see the emergency vehicles. And I'm the type of guy, when I see the emergency vehicles, of course you want to slow down for safety, but I don't want to stop because I know at any moment the police can stop traffic. I'm not one of those guys. You know how traffic comes almost to a complete uh, stop because everybody wants to see what just happened. So this time it was something serious. 
And it was a vehicle on the Deegan right before Yonkers that was completely on fire, completely on fire. And so I guess for safety reasons, that's why the police have to shut down every lane of traffic. And so all of us were sitting there for, for 20, 25 minutes while the fire department came and the, the car is completely on, on fire. So I'm, I'm now trying to hurry up and get to work and, and GPS diverts me another way over to the Bruckner. And so I get on the Bruckner and then I get off at 138th Street and I'm, I'm going to come over the, uh, the bridge. And all of a sudden, I see like 10 people on scooters. And I'm like, what's going on here? And it's like there's strength in numbers. So you can tell that they thought that they were intimidating drivers. And so to bring it back full circle to what happened uh, in the park in St. James Park near Jerome Avenue and 193rd Street, the shooters pulled up on a uh, a motorbike and uh, fired at least five rounds. And the next time you want to criticize the men and women of the NYPD, you should look at one of the photos where an officer is running with, I believe, the three-year-old to a vehicle, not waiting for the ambulance to get them to an emergency room. So do you think that officer is going to get much sleep tonight? Considering that he may have children, even if he doesn't, he's holding a three-year-old baby, rushing the baby to a vehicle to get the baby to the hospital. And so this, this is what happened. And by the way, the shooting is the second to occur in a Bronx park in 24 hours, in 24 hours. Another story that I'm uh, interested in, you may recall we did this on Sunday, going into Monday morning. The woman that died in New York after being swept away by the floodwaters as heavy rain uh, battered the state. She was 35 years old. And one of the uh, worst hit places was the, was the Hudson Valley, where rescuers found the body of Pamela Nougat of Fort Montgomery. And her home was surrounded by water. Her home was surrounded by water. And she was trying to save her dog. And she died. Here's what Governor Hoku had to say about that. We also lost an individual's life. A young woman, 35 years old, who came out seeing that her house was taking on too much water, was with her dog and her fiancé literally saw her swept away. Terror, devastation, right here less than 24 hours ago. So I'm joined here by local leaders to give an update on the current situation, what we're anticipating going forward, and what residents need to do together how we can stand up and it, using every bit of our power, mobilizing to fight the ravages of climate change because, again, these are unprecedented weather events that keep hitting us over and over and over again. Uh, Governor uh, Hochul, and I, I know uh, many of you will take except, exception to what she said as it relates to, to climate change, but I'm focusing more on the uh, woman and the fact that tomorrow is not guaranteed to any of us. That's that's my point. This woman minding her business with her dog ends up dying trying to save her dog, and her fiancé is forced to watch the entire thing. So I, I want to come back to my point of we have become immune to the things that are happening around us, right? So I haven't even briefed you. I told you about the shooting just hours ago in the Bronx, three-year-old, six-year-old shot uh, uh, among four people that were wounded. I haven't even given you the daily uh, crime breakdown of what uh, some of the people are doing. I'm going to save that for just a second. But here's the topic that I want to zero in, and I see all your calls coming in. 
the topic that I want to zero in on this morning. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. A Chicago suburb has started making $25,000 reparation payouts in what is being called a test run for the entire country. Suburb of Chicago has become the first to start paying reparations to qualifying African-American residents, and it's a test run for the entire country. The city of Evanston has already paid 16 locals from a $10 million package first approved in 2019. By the end of the year, the reparations committee expects to have paid $25,000 each to 140 qualifying residents in the city of about 75,000. Officials told the Wall Street Journal, those qualifying had to be at least 18 and living in the city between 1919 and 1969, when the city passed a fair housing ordinance, the Wall Street Journal said. Now, get this part, right? You talk about, I don't know if wasting is a, a loaded word here, but it's how I really feel. The $10 million fund was initially supposed to come from tax cash from legal marijuana sales. You already know what happened with that. When the fund proved too slow, the council agreed to a lot real estate transfer tax money from properties worth more than a million dollars. So let's make sure we got this right. Those that are paying the most taxes that are keeping the city afloat, you're going to take the transfer tax money that they are paying, money that the city desperately needs, and you're going to pay it out in reparations. And like I have said before with the reparations argument, right? If I if I really believe that it would benefit African Americans, I would I would say perhaps it's a good idea. But I don't believe so because here's why. If you just give people money, right? Already, some of the people that have received the 25000 have blown through the money and are saying it wasn't enough, just like I knew would, ha- would happen. So when does it become enough? And if you, if you pay African-Americans, what about other groups? We all know the argument as it relates to reparations. I can't believe that it's actually coming to this. I mean, this is pandering at a whole, whole, whole other area. Let's open up the phone lines. And again, keep in mind, I haven't even briefed you yet on the most recent crimes from from those uh, with mental illness problems. We'll save that for a bit later. Let's open the telephone lines. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77, WABC, Elena in New Jersey. Good morning, Elena. You're on Talk Radio 77, WABC. Good morning, Dominic. You were mentioning the subject crime. Well, Dominic, we're burying, they just announced on the radio in the previous show, Rita's show, 9,000 people, children, young people who died from fentanyl. That's a crime. How about all the other drugs? How about the shootings? But nobody's talking about that. The news is screaming about CRT, and the, and the, the uh, courts are letting these criminals out on the street. Nobody cares about our young people, families, young people. Dominic, what's happening? Nobody seems to care, or when I let me define nobody, those in power, those that are elected, uh, they don't seem to care. Uh, I I call them kumbaya. All, All they care about, all they care about is 
Look at me. I'm I'm embracing everyone. You know, you didn't have a fair shot in life, and and I want things to be better for you. While completely ignoring the people that are paying the taxes, the people that are keeping uh, municipalities afloat, it just seems like Elena. It just seems like everything is upside down. And it, right. it, 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 I, I just, I, I don't, I don't have an answer. And that's why I'm stating that it, it just seems like we're becoming immune to this. I mean, kids cannot even go to the Bronx and uh, go to the park in the Bronx, a borough that I grew mm-hmm. up in. They can't even go to the park anymore and just have fun because some animal on, and yes, I said animal because that's what they are. Oh, Dominic, you can't say that. Yeah, that's not fair. Yes, it is. They're animals. Yep. And and they drive by with their faces covered on a scooter, and they just light up the park indiscriminately firing bullets. Their sister can be in the park. They just fire. And just hours ago, they hit a three-year-old baby. They hit a six-year-old baby. And and how Elena, how would you feel if you were that police officer? You're running that baby in your arms to a vehicle to try and get this this child to an emergency room. And I mean, are you just supposed to go home at the end of your shift and go, hi, honey, I'm home? I don't think so. No, no. Being a policeman is so hard. It takes so much out of every person who does police work. But nobody well, you see, when I say nobody, I mean the press doesn't appreciate it. The schools don't appreciate it. The people in, in the government don't appreciate it. They're not talking about these things to help people, families. Uh, it, it, it almost seems like the people with the mental illness are the people who are in charge. Or certainly it seems like they're the ones that's respected by the elected officials. E- Elena, I, I greatly appreciate your call this morning. Thank you for it. Let's go to Michael in the Bronx. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I always felt that in the last 50 years, welfare was the reparation because welfare was only supposed to be to help somebody get uh, back on their feet. And yet for the last 50 years, it was used to support minorities but Michael but it's not just minorities that are on welfare right the one right. of the biggest uh, uh, misconceptions out there is that it's all minorities on welfare that's not true that that's not true if you look at the numbers now and I listen I don't support people uh, making uh, public assistance a, a, a dependency matter right you you have what what I find, and here's why, here's one of the reasons why, Michael, I don't support reparations, right? So I, I make no bones about it. I've talked about uh, that I've grown up uh, in the projects, right? I know people that they feel that it's an inheritance to give their project apartment to their children. And if you really sit down and think about it, it is just dysfunction to the next generation and dysfunction and dis because even even if you come from a quote unquote normal family, you're surrounded completely by dysfunction. And so I, I just think it's counterproductive uh, with reparations. I, I don't think it's gonna help in this case, right, African Americans, Michael. What what's the upside? I don't see what the upside is. Can you tell me what the upside is? Well, well, there's just two cases. I tried to get on. I had uh, got hurt on the job, and I tried to get on welfare. And I tried to do all these, you know, because you say it's not only minorities. But what happened to me was, I, I, they want this was during Bloomberg, and they had when Bloomberg you had to work. So and that's said, a good okay, thing. That's they a good put thing. me to work, right? But they, but they, they made me. You see, I was I was hurt on the job because of workers' comp. Now, if I took that that so-called job, I would have ruined my workers' comp case. But when I asked the questions like, "Oh, how come that person's not?" I saw a lot of people, a lot of minorities in my position getting passed by. They didn't have to work. 
And, and you know what? And there's another thing coming up now about oh, uh, the Republicans want us to, uh, want uh, everybody to work for for welfare. That's not going to happen because it, it will only affect the white people. And I'm proof that I was I, I, I was. I, I, I don't know about I, that, Michael. I I know I I, I wish I could I yeah. wish I could completely be honest about the welfare system. I don't know about that. I I don't know about that one at all. It may appear to be that way. It may appear to be that way. And and I I will say this much. It it is disgusting because I know for a fact of young ladies that schedule when they're going to get pregnant, right? They schedule this to time it out so that right around the time from the last child, when they have to get a job uh, as per rules, I don't know what the welfare rules are now, but right around the time that they have to get a job, they make sure, oops, got pregnant again. I can't work because I'm pregnant again. Michael, I, I appreciate your call. Thank you from the uh, Bronx this morning. Frank in Maine. Good morning, Frank. What's on your mind? Uh, Dominic, always a pleasure when I get to speak to you. You know, Dominic, um, in, when these cities that give out reparations go under and they become bankrupt, and they got to ask the federal government for money because they have no more local services because they gave out all their money to people. Um, then the people are finally going to realize how bad it is, how bad these reparations are, and how bad it's doing, how bad it's going to be for their cities, and how bad it's going to be for their for their local services. Garbage, firemen, police. Absolutely, no, there'll be nothing left. Absolutely. And, I, and and again and, and I, again and, and again, I'm going to let you finish, Frank. But again, if you don't give a person a, a financial literacy class or some type of education, you can give them a million dollars, and they're going to blow it. They don't know what to I do agree. with it. They don't know the right type of real estate deal to get. Okay, Dominic, what are you talking about? You're being unfair. No, I'm not being unfair. If you if you're like if you're if you're like myself and you're a first generation. Right. You've got to learn all these things from society. So if you just give them a check reparations, right. And they go purchase a home paying 16 percent when the going rate is now six percent, which is still, you know, six to seven percent, which is still too high. But if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to blow right through that money. And so I don't understand what is the point. I mean, I get it. Oh, you know, and I'm I'm not mocking it. I'm not. I don't. I don't want to mock it. But because, but but you you know, we, we're doing this for mistreatment going back to blah 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 blah. Right? Okay. I I, I just don't support it. I am a firm believer in you don't work, you don't eat. I think that's good for every man and every woman as a grown man. And Frank, I'm going to let you finish. If you don't work, your family is going to starve. It really should be that simple. Go right ahead, Frank. Uh, I totally agree, Dominic, with financial financial um, literacy. It used to be in schools. It's not in schools anymore. And I don't know what the deal is with that. Uh, really quick, Dominic, you mentioned animals and people. You know, about 15 minutes ago, there was a moose in my backyard. Wow. <laughs> and the funny part is, yeah, a moose, a big, a big moose. They're big. And wow, they are big. About moose. Uh, but wait, wait, uh, can, can, they be, can, can a moose be aggressive or no? A moose is only aggressive if you attack first. A moose will not. This moose, all it was doing was eating, eating plants, and just looking around, and it left. And <laughs> that was that, that was the. But if uh, but if you bother a moose, it will come at you. See, that's the difference. These people, they have no rationale. They'll just shoot you because they just feel like doing it. An animal will do it. Out of out of aggression, if you, uh, you know, if you attack first, it's going to do it out of defense. Um, and you know, animals. That's why I say animals are ten. That's why I moved up here, Dominic. The animals are ten times have more sense than certain people. Dominic, have a great night. Thank you, Frank uh, from from Maine. So you know, I think I would pass out 
uh, and, and what, what's the, what's the park, uh, in, in Wyoming, uh, the national park? I've been there. Uh, what, what, what is, what is the, uh, park, Matt Blaze? It's, it's, um, the national park. That Jellystone? Oh, wait, that's Yogi Bear. Na- 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 uh, na- Yellowstone. 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 No, no, not Yellowstone. No. In Wyoming? I can't, I can't, yeah, it's, I can't remember the name, but I've been there twice. I've, I delivered a speech there, uh, once, and, um, you could see the big bison. And the bison are out there and they just look at you and then you could go to the local restaurant. They, they're big for speed, for skiing in Wyoming and you can go get a bison burger. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> you couldn't, you, you I, weren't I into the bison I, burger? I, I couldn't do it just like I couldn't, I couldn't do, uh, the, the deer meat, right? So going, right. going to school upstate, you would see all the hunters with the deer. On the hunters with the deer on top, the right on truck. top of their vehicle, and I, you know, some friends gave me some deer meat. You know, I'm I'm not big on hunting, but they gave me some uh, deer meat, and I I just I just couldn't do it. But you, but you eat a Big Mac, devour it. <laughs> you devour Big Mac, but you can't devour a bison burger. I have you ever had bison? No, I wouldn't even know the difference. I don't think I, meat is like meat and, to and, me. And I, I hear of people eating alligator, and and they they say alligator tastes like chicken, and it's like well, that's oh. what it is. Everything tastes like chicken. I know. So I, what's I, the I point? So, oh, I, I ate alligator. I'd rather I, just eat chicken. Uh, right, I'd rather eat chicken. Folks, we are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to go to Michael and Nutley, New Jersey, to Yonkers, Long. Island, South Carolina, Staten Island, Jersey City, and Philadelphia. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. In about 15 minutes, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. We will be right back. Talk Radio 77, WABC. Talk Radio 77, WABC. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. A story I brought to you folks the other night, rapper 50 Cent. Now some Los Angeles prosecutors are agreeing with Curtis Jackson, 50 Cent, that eliminating bail in Los Angeles is a disaster for the city. No. Really? Really? The serious situation this morning in the Bronx, the second shooting in a Bronx park in 24 hours. Among the four shot, four people shot two young brothers, age three, age six. And again, what I'm thinking about this morning is the police officer. You see one of the photos. So many bad things, unfounded things are said about the men and women in blue. And you see this police officer trying to race to a vehicle holding a child. When that officer's shift is over, what do you think is going to go through that officer's mind this morning? Or while that officer was at the hospital? The trauma that that officer is going through dealing with this situation. But we're also talking about in a suburb of Chicago, oh, a place called Evanston, Illinois. They have started making $25,000 reparation payouts to African-American residents in a test run for the whole country. It's counterproductive for African-Americans. And here's why it's counterproductive. I'm not implying that the people that are receiving this money, that they're not working, but I'd rather work. I'd rather earn my place. It builds character. Okay, they give you a check. It's unfair. It's polarizing to all the other groups. And what is it really going to do for you already? A few of the residents in this suburb of Chicago are complaining that they've blown through the $25,000 and that it wasn't enough money. So what happens when you give them a pot of gold 
and they spend the pot of gold and then they say, my people weren't treated right. I need more money. What's going to happen then? How is it going to help someone by just giving them a check that they personally has not earned? Now, maybe maybe their direct relatives have. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's go, as I mentioned, to Michael in Nutley, New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Dominic, this is the upside. I, as a true right-wing fiscal conservative, and these people in Chicago who live behind enemy lines in a Democrat-run state, they're probably taxed to death. And any way they can get money back from their town, county, and state government, good for them. Because they probably deserve it. See, like, in Illinois, I know the tax to death, like in New York, we're probably taxed to death. Over here in New Jersey, we're probably taxed by these blanking Democrats. You know, okay, but Michael, get money back from the government? Okay, but Michael, but wait, wait, wait. The money for okay. this was supposed to come from uh, marijuana sales. The sales are slow. So instead, they're taking the money from purchases on million-dollar real estate this is my, so what happens when the city is out of money for lights at nighttime? What happens when the city needs to hire more firemen, more police officers, and you gave the money away for reparations? Well, like I said, those people are taxpayers and they're probably, well, let me give you an example of me. Me living here in New Jersey in this town called Nutley, my property taxes back in 2007 were $5,700 a year. But then Corazine got elected that Democrat, and the first thing he did, he had all the homes in New Jersey reevaluated. And my property jumped up, my property taxes jumped up $2,000 in one year from $5,700 to $7,700 a year. You know how much I pay now because of, the, of this Democrat run state and my county and in my town? I'm at close to $14,800 a year. Consider yourself lucky. Consider yourself lucky. But that's an increase of 140 percent since 2007. And it all started with Corazine. Now, I'm sure if I'm going through this, those residents of that suburban place you mentioned in Chicago, Mm -hmm. they're probably going through it, too, those same homeowners. So any way they can get money back, good for them. Right. But you're you're assuming you're assuming but you're assuming they're homeowners. They're not necessarily homeowners. They're just getting the reparation check. Michael, thank you. Thank you for the call. Uh, the, the other things, uh, and I, we see all of your calls. We're going to get to as many of them as we can. Uh, coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter at 1 a.m., Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Just a little bit of some of the other crime stories that I didn't want to do at the top because I didn't want to depress people. But again, we are becoming immune to what's going on around us each and every day. A man randomly attacked another man with a baseball bat in broad daylight in the Bronx. This happened last week, according to the NYPD. The 37-year-old victim was walking at Aqueduct Avenue and West 183rd Street in University Heights, broad daylight about 2.50 p.m., July 6th. The attacker was walking down the street holding a baseball bat. I guess... I guess he thought the Yankees might call him for an audition. And without saying a word, the man pulled out the bat and used it repeatedly to strike the victim in the head. That's just one. I've got two more to go here. Police are searching for a creep who pleasured himself in front of a horrified woman inside the Upper West Side's 103rd Street subway station just Sunday morning. Unidentified pervert approached the 31-year-old woman on the A-train platform and began masturbating in front of her. No consequences. This is what happens when there is no consequences. He also apparently directed a uh, sexual type comment towards the woman before fleeing the station. She was not uh, injured. And this uh, suspect was about 30 to 40 years old, according to the NYPD. Now, the third one, right? We tolerate the mentally ill out on the street. 
you know, men walking up to women, masturbating, other men, they want to audition for the New York Yankees, they hit people in the head with baseball bats. A stranger struck a 67-year-old woman in the head with a rock in an apparent unprovoked attack in Chelsea. This happened last week, according to the NYPD. The victim walking at 7th Avenue and West 14th Street around 9 a.m. The man approached her and hit her with a rock. He didn't say a word, anything to the victim before hitting her. She was taken to a local hospital for a head injury. These are the times that, that we live in. Stephen Elmont, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, hi, Dominic. Um, I think the reason why this won't work and um, it's because there's no, like you just said, there's no um, financial independence really at the end of this line. So you're talking about the reparations. You're talking about the reparations. Yes, about, okay. about the reparations. You cannot, what black people in this country really need is financial independence, and you don't get it by just giving people money. Especially, some may know how to, you know, what to do with it, how to invest, and stuff like that. But without the real right backing, it's going to go right back out of the community. It doesn't stay in black hands. It doesn't stay in black communities. As soon as you get it, you deposit it into a bank that's not black owned. You're going to pretty much shop and buy and do everything that's not black owned. That's not the case. But it doesn't help us reach financial independence. And until we can stand on our own financially, we're still going to always be in this handout situation. But, you know, you're saying, Steve, spend the money with your community. That That's a big jump because we're not even, you know, people are not even getting that far. They're just getting the money and spending it, right? It's a and, setup. It's and, a setup. It's never going to work. Why do you say it's a setup? It's a setup because they know that that money is it's almost like a stimulus. Most of the money that went into the stimulus, into the hands, and went towards paying bills, and went towards this, it didn't really go into saving or investing. It was something to just, you know, pretty much spend and hold you up to stimulate, stimulate the, the economy. Giving most black people reparations, whatever you want to call it, the handout or whatever it is, it's not going to work because there's really not enough and I hate to say this, but education in our communities to spend it properly, to invest it properly. And also, it's not going to one of the things that enriches the community and a group of people is by spending the money within each other. And we're not going to be able to do that because we don't have the right things in place. Like you said, the education, um, if they want to really help black people, then help us to get financially independent and stand on our own where we don't need affordable housing. I don't need affordable housing. I, I, need a I, job I, I so hear I you, Steve, but, but I say, I say, help yourself. I, I really, I really do. Thank you for the telephone call. I am a firm believer in help yourself. Look in the mirror, find a way, have the discipline to do what is necessary, what may be required to help yourself and your family. Before I take a break, let's go to Steve in Jersey City. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Good morning, Tom. And I listen to you every night. I love your show. Thank you. Uh, Thank there's you. So, many, so many topics. Your last caller, caller was very correct. Money is a tool. In order to use a tool properly, you have to have working knowledge of the tool. Uh, you can give a poor person, doesn't matter what color they are, you can give them $10 million and they can be broke in a year. Agree. You can give, you can give, you know, so, and I like what you said, help yourself. Uh, you don't work, you don't eat. It's in the Bible, my friend. It's in the Bible, and you're right on that. Um, okay, bison. I've had a bison burger. What does it taste like? What, in, at the Queen's Diner? In Northern, on Northern Boulevard wow. in uh, Flushing. Wow. Uh, it, it's the most lean burger. There's no fat. It's the most lean burger you'll ever have, and you cannot tell the difference between that and beef. Really? You cannot tell. It's delicious. It's try one. I'm telling you, try one. Forget, take the word bison away. I just think you're eating a regular burger and you'll never know. And there's no, there's no fat. There's no grizzle. It's as lean as lean can be. 
Uh, and wow. my last, uh, okay. yeah, it's delicious. So I'm telling you. And the last, real quick, last point. Um, one caller, I think it was Frank from Maine. He kind of stole my thunder, but it doesn't matter. Don't insult animals. You know, I mean, don't call them animals. I like to call these people that commit crimes ghouls and monsters, because an animal would never behave like that. Animals, animals have too much common sense. But 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 Steve, I I do want to say this, and I I don't want everything to be about race, right? But how can you whine about racism, right? How can you whine about racism and you go into your own community's park and light it up with gunfire, where you know that there are African Americans, only African Americans and Latinos in that park, and you ended up hitting a six-year-old baby and a three-year-old baby? So how can you whine about racism? If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Uh, I, I'm missing you. Me whining about racism? No, or, I'm saying, I'm saying uh, it collectively. You know, when we hear, uh, we hear sometimes right, young right. men, and I, I just, Steve, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I'm late for the, uh, for the chronicles. You know, folks, we will continue. Thank you, call for those, uh, Steve, for those, uh, for the call for the uh, great comments there. We will continue to take your calls up until the top of the hour. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, Frank Marano is standing by. Frank Marano and the other side of midnight. I will be right back. WABC. Talk Radio 77, WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Some good news here, folks. You may recall that 75-year-old woman who was randomly assaulted outside Macy's Harold Square on 34th Street last month. Well, her attacker is finally behind bars, but... For the woman, unfortunately, she says she's still having nightmares about the unprovoked attack and as a result, rarely leaves home. She says, and her name is Jeanette Smalls, she says, I prayed he would get caught after the suspect. This guy was walking around with no shirt on, uh, doing things that he shouldn't have been doing near Macy's 34th Street. He's been charged with assault this week. From the June 10th attack, she says that she still has nightmares about him. And she was leaving the store, Macy's, with her walker at around 1.15 that day when this guy randomly shoved her to the ground and kicked her multiple times at 6th Avenue and West 34th Street. She says, and I'm quoting directly, New York is not safe at all. She was born in Harlem and has lived in lower Manhattan since she was a baby. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Steve and Yonkers. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I'm going to retire and let do that, Dominic. Um, the e-bikes are the main cause for the crime in the city, believe it or not, because the perpetrators can easily get away from the crime area. They have to crack down tremendously and take these e-bikes away. They need to set up checkpoints all over the city. They're not doing it. Uh, approximately two or three months ago, Adams made an announcement that they want to crack down, and they were doing it for a while, then they stopped. He should be held against the wall to find out what the hell is going on. He, he is terrible. The black community needs the man that he stepped down. He's a zero. You say you think he's a zero, Steve? He's a zero. Well, it, it, the city wasn't forcing uh, those bikes, and, 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 and they shouldn't be on the road. The reason why they shouldn't be on the road is because if you're driving in an illegal manner, you don't have the proper paperwork, why should that be tolerated? 
Why should they be allowed to drive on the on the sidewalk terrorizing Absolutely people? Right. It, it's a disgrace, a total disgrace. But, but it's one of the reasons why I say that it's time to return to the street crimes unit. It's time to return to stop, frisk, and question whatever you want to call it. Here's what I call it. Effective. That's what I call it. And rather than attacking the police, and thank you for your service, Steve, in law enforcement, rather than attacking the police, we need to, um, we need to, uh, get behind them even more. You know, the other day, I, I, in the summertime, I like nothing more to start out the day than a large iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts, right? So two splendors and, and some cream. I'm not supposed to have the cream, but uh, if I don't have the cream, it tastes kind of watered down. And then, of course, I have to get the croissant with the bacon and the egg. But anyway, so the other day, I'm I'm online at uh at Dunkin' Donuts, and it's also a gas station, and there are two police officers behind me, and I just felt the strong need to tell them, thank you for your service, East Ramapo Police in Rockland County. And I said, officers, please get get online in front of me. You know, I'm not in a rush. Take take my spot. And they said, thank you. But I could tell they were a little uh, reluctant. And I was so appreciative of what police do for all of us. I wanted to pay for their breakfast, but I didn't want to offend them because they have rules and regulations, so I didn't go there. I left them, but they did. They did take me up on getting in front of me in line, and they were very, very appreciative uh, on that. We are taking your telephone calls up until the uh, top of the hour. Let's go to Linda on Long Island. Good morning, Linda. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dom. I'm so glad I got you tonight. I, I couldn't believe this happened today. You know, you're talking about these things that we know it's going on. Well, this, I couldn't believe it. I, you know, I live in a, a nice neighborhood. Um, and I don't know what happened before, but when I was in there, in the store, nothing, you know, I never saw anything. All of a sudden, a man next to me, very nice man. In fact, I told him to listen to you tonight. Thank and he's you. going to. Thank yeah, you. well, I told him because I, you know, I love your show. Um, and, and you, you know, you give them the facts anyway. Um, I'm a little nervous now cause I can't believe it's happened. You said there's no, you know, somebody says not racial equality. Well, there is, there was today two women, women, not men, a white and black together. They filled up shopping carts and they, the, the guy says to me, did you see that? And I couldn't believe it. And they, he says, yeah, they just walked out. They didn't, you know, it's right next to the thing. They didn't pay. They just walked out like, you know, it's no big deal. But, you know, because all they do is say, oh, you can just, you know, all they say on the shows, that that doesn't make any sense that, uh, oh, you can just uh, shoplift and nobody will do anything. Well, I did hear something today. Now, they're not going to go after them, not supposed to right there. But they have the, um, they have the cameras and they do have the I doubt these women will be listening tonight, but you never know. But they do have pictures of them. They do have them and um, the whole thing, everything that happened. Um, I mean, I still can't believe it. You know, you hear about it, but I've never actually seen it. You know, it's when it's, you're right there and they're doing it. And they're women. You know, I don't know why. It, but, it's a reflection of the times that oh, we live in. And Oh, um, my God. And and if they were stopped, you said it was one white, one black. They both would say they were yeah. being discriminated against. If, if uh, yeah, uh, right, <laughs> yeah, right. But but to, to your point, Linda, the police oh. the police have images of them, and um, yep. you know, hopefully, hopefully something will uh, something will come uh, as a result of that in a positive oh. manner. Can I interrupt you for one second? Go ahead. Because someone, one of the managers I'm very friendly with in the store, I've been going there a long time, um, very nice, and he told me, you know, they're not supposed to talk about anything, they're not supposed to go near them, uh, you know, it's a policy, they don't do anything. 
but he told me they are now starting. They didn't do any report, but he has information that they are you know, really going to go, you know, not in the store, but just like now. They have the images. They will uh, find them. They will uh, actually put them. I, I mean, maybe they're finally getting, you know, like Giuliani's, you know, Rudy Giuliani's uh, thing, you know, with these stupid shootings all over. They, you know, they think they, if they go into a store and do that, oh, it's okay, little, little thing. It's not a little thing. He was right, Giuliani, because it just goes to the next thing and the next thing. And now they're out there shooting at people. I mean, right? People they don't know. The, the only thing you're wrong about, Linda, oh, they're, they're not what? shooting at people. They are shooting people. They're, they're not shooting exactly. at them. They are actually hitting them. Uh, just right, hours ago, killing, killing. A, a six-year-old boy and a three-year-old boy. And it's not like you, you can't say, think, Linda, thank you for the call. You can't say these kids were doing bad. These kids were in the park, in the park. And here come these animals on on a scooter. You know, here's the one thing we can probably guarantee. The scooters are legal. They don't have licenses. And here they come, and they just light up the park. They just completely light up the park. And it, it should not go down that way, but that's the situation as of what's going on in the Bronx right now. You see in the photo again, police come under so much fire. You see one of the officers carrying this little baby, trying to get this baby into the police car. And as I said earlier, when his shift is over, is he just supposed to go home this morning and go, hi, honey, I'm home? Or 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 is or is he going to tell his significant other uh, or perhaps his child in the morning that he was carrying a baby that was shot? I'm joined now by Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Frank. Good morning, Dominic. Just remember, they're not shooting at you. They're shooting with you. They're shooting with That's you. That's right. Ah, okay. Okay. What do you have coming up this all morning? All right. Well, the next hour, the uh, man with the best voice in all of radio, Steve Cates, a.k.a. Dr. Sky. Dr. Sky. Exactly. Dr. Sky <laughs> is going to join us uh, to talk about uh, going to the moon, talk about Aurora Borealis, which some of our listeners are going to get a nice view of uh, in the next day or so. And then I'm going to be joined by Skyhorse Publishing's uh, president, Tony Lyons. He's been on the program before. He's going to come in studio. Uh, he has become the publisher for everybody that gets canceled. Alan Dershowitz, Woody Allen, everybody that's controversial, uh, Roger Stone, they've made Skyhorse their publisher. He's going to tell us why. And now, kind of a follow-up to my interview with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. the other day, he's launched this new super PAC, or he's chairman of this new super PAC, backing Robert Kennedy. So I'm going to ask him what's so special about Robert Kennedy that he's choosing to uh, play a more political role than he has previously. Hey, man, you're looking pretty good. Thank so you. you and I, we work basically the late night shift. Right, we're nocturnal. Uh, do, 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 you, do you eat late at night? Because uh, I eat all the time. I, I, like more right than now, I should. Right more now, I've got my mind on a pizza with <laughs> sausage right up the block. Please tell me you don't do that. I try not to, but there are days when I succumb to temptation. Well, there you go. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Folks, you want to keep it right there. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight, coming up right now, right here on Talk Radio 77, WABC. WABC.